Welcome to episode 115 of the CGM Podcast. I'm joined by the usual cast characters. That's Wayne, literate Santos. They're making me speak directly into the microphone. And now we're trying to cue Yeah, so we are in- there we go. My lips are actually touching the microphone now. I don't know whether this is actually having any effect on the sound quality, but I'm kissing the microphone. You're one strike away from getting your laptop taken away. Jeez. Uh, then you have to speak into the mic. All right, and across the table from him, as Wayne makes out with the microphone, is Phil. Hello. That's me. need to make out with the mic, I guess. No. Because he has yeah, a tiny phone. Because he has okay a little itty-bitty phone. Okay, it doesn't get in the way. Fine. Yeah, so I got all this space. Yeah, see? Yeah. And, Brent, are you actually going to be on mic? He has a mic. I do, I do. I, I'll, I'll chime in every once in a while. I'll chime in every once in a yeah. while. Well, right. That means he's just going to laugh at whatever Phil says. <laughs> yes, exactly. He'll laugh. Usually that's, that's I'm fine thing. with that. Yeah. <laughs> he'll laugh and he'll say Diablo 3, and that's it. Oh, right, yes. I, have, mm-hmm. I do play more than that, Melanie. Mm-hmm. Diablo 3. Yeah, you can Diablo play the 3. Diablo 3 expansion. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh. All right, let's start off with some news this week. Wayne, do you have any news for us? Uh... I might, but I'd have to look at my computer. You can look at your computer. So I guess I've got no news. You can look at your computer, Wayne, if you need to check the news. Is it okay for me to look at the computer? I can can visibly see right now that your face is in the microphone, and you can see the mod dot. (laughs) So this is is fiction that Wayne's creating for radio drama. Unlike me, you have peripheral vision. Okay. Sometimes I do, but I've also got glasses. So it's Mm -hmm. like there are limits to how... The hair. Blame it on the hair. Yeah, and then there's the hair. Yeah. So, okay, well, uh, this is a little disquieting for, you know, most gamers everywhere. Uh, so GameStop, better known as EB Games in Canada. The Great Evil Empire. Yeah, they oh, have actually announced that um, in future they are going to be working more closely with developers. That um, could be a good thing, right, in, Wayne? In order to, um, you know, to like better serve the gamers with exclusive DLC content. This sounds like good things, this, right? This, this is what they're saying. So it's like, does anybody here think that this is like a remotely good idea? Okay, one, they got me when Borderlands 2 came out and they had the Creature Dome exclusive at EB only. Oh yeah, so, you were the one who kept saying Creature Dome! For yes. like, you know, like for like six months yeah, or whatever Something like that. You were like, Creature Dome! So I, yeah. I ran to EB and I bought said exclusive mm-hmm. edition of Borderlands 2 and sadly the Creature Dome was awful. But not only was it awful, but it came on to the PSN market anyway. Oh, okay. The, the store. Yeah, see, like, the, the scary thing about this is that GameStop insists that they're not going to interfere with the creative process. They're like, okay, we're going to leave the game makers alone to make the games that they want. But I don't honestly understand how you can do that if you're still going you know, in there and saying, no, but we need something as a pre-order exclusive is, that like, we can sell to these guys. If so. you're a game maker, why would you even care? Like, no, screw off, Eevee. We're not giving you any exclusive content. Because... EB still sells the majority yeah, but you of really think that they're going to turn America, them down so. if they say, no, we're not giving you exclusive content? Well, it, it would definitely... It just means that well, the guy at the cashier won't be pushing your game, they'll be pushing the competitor's yeah. game. I mean, you'll, you'll be biting one of the hands. I've never seen them push a game that so. they didn't like. Yeah. I've seen them talk people out of buying games, actually, a lot of those people. Well, that, maybe they're like, you don't want to buy Alien Isolation. Yeah. They don't have you exclusive know, I, I, DLC. I, I, was, I can't remember what it was. Actually, to me, they tried talking about something. I can't remember what it was, but I was set on getting it. Mm-hmm. Was it bad? Obviously, I don't remember what it was. It couldn't have been that good. <laughs> I just remember them trying to sell me an Xbox One, insisting that it was eventually going to be cheaper and it was going to get a hardware upgrade and all that stuff. And like, <laughs> Don't listen to what anybody's telling you about the PS4 being better. The yeah. Xbox One is definitely going to be better when it comes out because Microsoft would never do that to us. <laughs> I do remember this is actually happening. EB Games cashier like, you know, trying to get me to do that. I think it's a personal thing, yeah. though, for the- 
every like, yeah exactly play I mean, at like EB, you, some, they some people are going to be biased fanboys and that yeah, yeah. was because you got a little pissed off that you know, it could not convince me otherwise. But, yeah, uh, they've never been that kindly to me. <laughs> I buy whatever piece of crap I put on the counter. No, 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 no. The, the, this guy was pretty insistent because I came in and just said I want the PS4, and he's like, "Why?" And then I gave him a bunch really? of reasons why. Mm. Didn't you just then, buy it from Amazon? And then he gave me a bunch of reasons, and it's like, you know, it's a, hmm? didn't you just buy it? From yeah, Amazon? actually, I ended up buying it from Amazon. You're like, screw these guys. Yeah, it was just like it was. It was an unpleasant experience being told what you know, like I was supposed <laughs> to buy. All the EP guys near me are Sony people. IEB. Okay. Yeah, Maybe they are now. I don't know. Yeah, but you like went to the wrong EB, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was at a good EB. I have really nice people about my EB. But whatever exclusive <laughs> content, I think it's not going to be exclusive forever. It's no, just it, be a it's game not. One Eventually, access. it does come out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but that leads me to the next bit of news, which is even more specific, but still relating to EB and GameStop, is just do the aliens. Yes, alien <laughs> isolation. Okay, so you know it's like this game is still coming out in October. There's still a chance that it's going to be a good game. Yeah, I'm but, so excited. But now uh, they've announced that uh, <laughs> there's going to be a pre-order bonus for everybody. It doesn't matter where you pre-order it from, mm-hmm. provided that it's some kind of major retailer, so mm-hmm. it could be Amazon, Best Buy, mm-hmm. um, even like you know Sony or Microsoft stores, whatever. Mm-hmm. That one is called the Nostromo Edition, mm-hmm. and with that piece of DLC, you actually get to control. You, ba- you go back to the Alien movie. It's the original, 1979. The original Alien movie, and you get to control, you know, it's like Ripley and Lambert. Oh, my and, God. You know, it's like yeah. Wayne is going to faint. Yeah, and, and they got the entire cast yeah, to they, do the they've got the, they, they actually got the entire cast to come back and voice new dialogue. Wayne, mm-hmm. did you faint when you heard this news? No, no, because... Um, I swooned for a second, just like... Yes, okay, I, I, was cr- I cried a little yeah. bit. I yeah. did. I was swooning for a second. I was so excited, and then... I heard about the rest of it, which is, um, on top of that, there's a second piece of DLC. This one is called Soul Survivor, and this is exclusive to EB and GameStop. And that is the one where you actually control Ripley after she's got to set the Nostromo on self-destruct and then try and get to the shuttle to escape. Which so is like, the one action, one action sequence that would be good. Yeah, to the play one action the game. sequence that everybody yeah. really, really wants. Now you're only going to get that if you pre-order it. From it's only, I swear, it's only going to be a month. I think it's only. It's not going to be a month. It's it's going to be a few months. Because the Future yeah. Dome popped up yeah. fairly quick on the PSN store. So I remember thinking that was quick. It was a few months yeah. for for the Borderlands stuff. Yeah, it, it, like it, it took quite a while. Yeah, but then you already had it right from the start, so yeah. you stopped paying attention. It, it was still crappy. So. <laughs> so I'm not real happy about Look, that because you know it's like to me, DLC should be an incentive. It should not be a punishment. Uh-huh. And this and you, is a punishment. Yeah. It's like you know, th- this one is like we've got this content that we know everybody really wants, and they'll really enjoy it. And we will punish you for not buying it at one particular store. Uh-huh. What it should be is an extra that's kind of nice to have. Uh-huh. Whereas this is something where it's like all the hardcore Alien fans, which would be the ones that would be buying Alien Isolation. Uh-huh. You know, they're, right? yeah, they're, they are basically having their arm twisted right now. You do it all digitally now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like I, I was planning and I probably still will get it as, like, you know, a, a digital, you know, copy. Look at it this way. They're just forcing your uh, experience with Aliens Isolation to go longer because you have to wait a few months. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess true, that's true. But, but, you know, it's like still you're, you're telling people that, you know, it's like there is a right place to buy it and there is a wrong place to buy it. What it sucks, though, is you're going to have to pay extra money for it. And, yeah, you're going so to have to pay extra money. So you're getting penalized. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, people that pre-order it mm. from EB Games get it for free, yeah. obviously. You're going to pay probably, like, yeah. like 20 bucks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they are mm-hmm. saying it's like, you know, everybody will get this, but unless you made the right choice, mm-hmm. EB Games, mm-hmm. it'll cost you. 
that's what the message is, and I'm not very happy with that. It's like if it was just like we'll give your rifle a different color, or you know, it's like we'll just you know give you some extra skins that you can run around with. That's purely cosmetic stuff. It's not yeah. actual content. It actually sounds like it's pretty good yeah. gameplay that you're yeah. missing out well, yeah. on. Well, that's because if it was a different color flamethrower, you wouldn't go to EB Games to get it. Well, because yeah. it's this amazing thing, you're yeah. going to yeah. actually go to EB. So they're thinking. Or some people might. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, <laughs> I know I, you won't. Yeah, Clearly, I, you have some yeah. major problems with the EB yes. in your neighborhood yes, from this conversation. So you won't be doing that anytime soon. You know what? I'll give you yeah yeah i'll give you this pre-order like you know absolutely free if you buy like you know an xbox one yeah and i'll throw an alien isolation yeah yeah on the xbox one if you buy an xbox one or you'll go in and he'll be like ah man do you really want to play that don't you want to play carnal marines (laughs) yeah exactly yeah Yeah. like no yeah i made that mistake are you sure it's like i'll give you colonial marines for free on the xbox one dude they don't make it for the xbox (laughs) one i'll make a version on the xbox one just for you if you buy an Xbox One. <laughs> because you came in and refused, and it's been killing me ever since. I can't sleep, I can't eat, because I just keep thinking that one guy I couldn't sell an Xbox One to. Are there other pre-order bonuses for other outlets? Besides Walmart gets one, Target gets one. No, the, the only pre-order bonus that everybody gets is that Nostromo edition yeah. where you get to control yeah. the crew. So, it, so EB's getting their own special. Yeah. Oh, well, wait a minute. So if you get the EB one, do you not get the regular Nostromo? No, you do. Okay. You get, you get the regular Nostromo right, 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 right. plus okay. Confused for a the, second. Uh, yeah, yeah. Plus, you get the escape the destruction sequence right. uh, DLC. I hate when they give different order, so or different outlets yeah. different pre-order bonuses, and you have to decide. Yeah. So, as, as far yeah. as I can tell, you know, it's like even if I were to get the digital version of Alien Isolation, which I probably style. will, I'll get the Nostromo edition anyway. So, just mm-hmm. not. Uh, yeah, I just won't get like the Ripley escape sequence part, which mm-hmm. is like the best part of the Did whole movie. Up but... and just go to... <laughs> Actually, don't oh. do that because then you're just going to prove them right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, oh, somebody, I, somebody's got to take a stand here. So you yeah. know, it's like I'll take my pathetic stand and like you know, buy yeah. it a few. That one down person, yeah. 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 Well, I'll get it, and then maybe you can play it through my system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or that. Yeah. He, yeah. he just needs to give me like you know the password to his account, and then yeah. after that I can like. Then you can add me to his PSN. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can go in but and then, do yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. It's like I would have to be on his friend account for that to happen. I have to figure out what my password is first yeah. before I give that <laughs> so, to anyone. <laughs> been a long time oh phil so did you grow up not playing games with people and that's how it came no i just no it's a local thing like i like having people around and we chit chat i never got into the online for i know i never got into that see because the the problem i think with phil's situation is just that yeah you don't actually have podcast material we don't need to have no it is no this this is is podcast material i I think the problem in your situation (laughs) is just you've said that you know it's like you're close friends yeah you know it's like they're not really into games as much as you are yeah but if they were then it would you know online would make more sense because when you're playing with your friends and you don't have to worry about the whole oh god i hope that there isn't going to be any racism or religious intolerance (laughs) like any homophobia it's like when you're just playing with your buddies then it really is just like, you know, when you used yeah. to have, like, those long phone calls with friends, you know, it's like when you were a yes. teenager. Yes, no, 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 you're right, like you're right. And, that, and that's exactly what it is, is yeah. that, like, the friends that I had that I play games with normally, yeah. I would be the one with the system, and yeah. then we would get together. Yeah, except that, you know, it's Now like, I need to embrace my new friends that yeah. do this online gaming yeah. thing. Yeah, I understand that you know, because, now. You know, it's I'm like well when, aware of yeah, that now. Because when you're playing online, not only is it, like, you know, having those long meandering phone calls with friends mm-hmm. but, you know, it's like then they can turn around and shoot you in the head and you're like hey screw you and then you shoot them in the head I guess this does sound pretty so. good when we put he's it also fortunate that he has friends will still come to his house to play yeah that's true you actually yeah. have friends that are still willing to come over to play games yeah. you know, it's like whereas you know, I'll, 
quite a few of my friends are on the other side of the planet. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. really an option anymore. So. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. No, I'll, I'll do it, yeah. guys. I mean, I do have one thanks friend. For, thanks for the recorded intervention, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I had that. to do it. I do have one friend that still comes over once a month without fail to yeah. play Rock Band 3. Oh, that's pretty you know, sweet. So, so, so he does that. Yeah, see, know? our friends will come over to do karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really impressed with this friend's progress because it's like he started out uneasy and yeah. despite the fact that he only plays rock band when he's with me, yeah. he is up the plane expert on bass guitar. Nice. Which is an amazing thing because like I said, he only plays rock band once a month. Nice. But he's actually retained enough skill that he's up to expert. I'm like so That is pretty impressive. I'm so amazed with this guy. So I'm still uneasy and yeah. even then I'm pretty bad. Yeah. We just broke out the drum kit for the first time in like two years. Oh like. my god, really? Yeah. Okay, what 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 suddenly made you guys decide it's time to okay, like, so if slap you, the skins again? If you listen to the podcast, I've been searching for an Xbox 360 drum kit for what, like the last year? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, because that's what we normally play rock band on, that's where all our songs are, where all the money went, all that stuff. Okay. The drum kit we have is for PS3. Right. Uh, so we only have a very limited amount of songs, which is why we never break it. Right. Okay. That explains it. But we both started itching to play drums, so we broke it out. It's fun. I got in a big fight with my neighbor it when I moved to my new apartment over my uh, Guitar Hero drum battle. Oh, because they could hear the stomping from the foot pedal? Is that what was calling? No, just me the smacking the, oh, smacking the thing. They are yeah, super they're loud. super loud. They're super, super loud. Oh, uh, yeah. I, she didn't I, appreciate it. I actually bought um, cushions to put on the drum pads for my... Yeah, rock That's band, a good idea. Drum kit. See, we were wondering, like, it's like 11.30 at night. Do yeah. you think we're bothering our neighbors? And they're just like, well, they don't complain. They don't yeah. complain. Uh, this, this woman was nuts. I'll tell you the full story another time. Okay. How about news? <laughs> what hey, do we got? Any news. more news stories? Wait. Uh... There were some other news stories, but it's like you know, it's like nothing too major. It's, oh, yeah, like, yeah. it's the time of year. Yeah, I know. DLC. Shall I do? Thing. Shall I do mine? Let's see where that takes us. Uh, the, well, I mean, it's like you know, the only other real news story that I have you yep. can even call this news is just the fact that you know, it's like there's been a lot of um, fanboy backlash at Bungie of all people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, because of, yeah, because of this whole like you know Destiny exclusive content. That no. This this whole week is all about like DLC for me, but yeah. yeah. So. So Destiny, um, Activision, not necessarily Bungie, but Activision, cut a deal with Sony. So they've got like some exclusive downloadable content that's coming to the PS4, right. PS3 version of Destiny. And some of the hardcore Bungie fans have just been like blasting, um, you know, Bungie on their forums and on their blogs about this, saying it was like we we were with you with Halo, you know, it's like and we we've been there right from the start, and now mm. slapping our face by not you know giving this on the Xbox One, and it's like you know you guys owe us, you completely owe us for this, and yeah. being really childish and starting up petitions and all that sort of thing. That is amazing. Yeah, oh, it's, that's uh, ridiculous. It's, it's pretty amazing the amount of hate that they're like you know suddenly turning on Bungie, saying you betrayed <laughs> us, man, you've totally betrayed us. Gamers are just overgrown children. Yeah. yeah, but they don't think it's bad that they get exclusive content. They for... get Halo. Yeah, see that yeah. that's the thing. It's like you know no nobody was complaining about this with like you know exclusive content for like Call of Duty yeah. and you know it's like they were fine with that and Sunset Overdrive which is being produced by Insomniac which mm-hmm. used to be like a hardcore Sony studio yeah. Sunset Overdrive is an Xbox One exclusive and it's only when you leave them out that they get upset yeah. yeah but for whatever reason with Bungie and with Halo yeah it's like the Bungie fans are just really really angry about this and they're getting pretty hostile which is kind of crazy. Fair enough. I was really pissed off about Dead Rising 4 only being on Xbox One. That's but fair, I found yeah. a way to move on. Yeah. And never play it. God damn, I want to play that still. Ah, well. Let's not, it's, let's, it's a, let's it's not pretty, think about it's it. It's a pretty good game. It's, it's not I, amazing. I really thought it would be on PlayStation by now. I thought they would have given that up. 
You know, there's still a chance that that might happen like a few years from now. Yeah, maybe. It might actually still happen. I don't know, because I don't know if it was a big enough hit for them to bother to do that. Mm. But I thought after Dead Rising 3 came out on both that we were good, but then they fucked me. Well, it was was Microsoft looking for some... still hurts. It was Microsoft looking for some easy exclusives. Yeah, I totally get it. And it was, but I'm I'm are not going to play that game. Screw getting those people. Getting Garden Warfare on PS3, maybe you'll get. Oh yeah, actually, out. that's true. It that's is true. Yeah, that yeah, is coming out. Yeah, so, so. yeah, maybe. It hasn't been yeah. what. God willing, God willing. Okay, so news stories. First off, you guys will probably appreciate this more, even more than me. I've got two that you will because they're both anime related. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like so, anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys probably appreciate it. Number one, uh, Guillermo del Toro is currently uh, talking to various Japanese animation studios about creating a Pacific Rim TV series that will run in between uh, before before this next movie comes out. Animated? That's right. Okay. So, like, when you say TV series, you mean actually broadcast television, or do you mean, like, just on video? Crackle. I think, like, I think he's, no. the, the, actually a TV show yeah, like, no, for like Cartoon a, Network is like, yeah, how like many episodes are proper show, 13. Wow. 13 episodes. Yeah. It's like an, he was talking to, like, the big animation Yeah, he was talking to all the big ones in Japan. So, like, Madhouse so and such. Yep. anime. Yep. That's the best well, of course, it's Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Giant robots and giant monsters. Yeah, sure. Okay, that works. It's exciting, though, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally into do we, it. Do we have like a timeline for when any of this maybe happens? Before well, the new movie, yeah, the 2016. Movie comes, the I movie guess? comes out in 17, so yeah. sometime between now and then. So yeah, 16 is probably good because yeah. he still has like a yeah, movie and a TV series to finish Now in 2015, that's enough production time for them to get it ready for a 2016 broadcast. Exactly, so, exactly. Okay. But that's coming. That's great, right? Yeah, that is. Okay, now I, 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 I want to know who they finally nail down as the animation studio because that's kind of important. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. And when that comes out, I'll yeah. bring that in, and you can tell me whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Okay. I hope they show way more Jaegers than they did before. I think that's the game plan. I, that better be the game plan. Yeah, there were a lot of Jaegers. They barely did yeah. anything. That, the, 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 uh, the one with the three drivers got taken down like instantly. Oh, yeah, I want to see Japanese. Yeah, but that battle in... That one's going to be... That like, ba- they've got half a Japanese yeah. one. That battle in Tokyo, though, my God. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, wasn't enough Jaeger. Yeah, what battle okay, in Tokyo? Fair enough. There was a battle in Tokyo? Yeah. the big, they were. The big like, neon battle. Oh, they were, yeah, they where they were there was... in Hong Kong. Oh, sorry, in Hong Kong. <laughs> my bad. The battle my in the big bad. city of the movie. My right, bad. So now I'm being yeah, racist. That was yeah. also racist. Now now I'm... I'm... They all look the same. I'm a It's the neon lights. Yeah, it's like, yeah, all those guys the speak Cantonese. Everybody speaks Cantonese in Tokyo. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm so... Okay, guys, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> All okay. that Chinese If they were in Tokyo, yeah. there would have been tentacles. And yeah, yeah actually, that's true. There would have been tentacles. That's been a good so. point. Yeah. Sigh. Okay, so, well, there we go. Yeah. next one. Yeah, uh, Tokyo. Are you guys aware of the either the manga slash anime Dead Note? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Death, Death, Note. Death, Death Note. Note. Death Note, rather? Yes. yes. I have the, Death Note. Over there, I have the entire Death box set. Note. Right, so this is an excellent thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Apparently, uh, Gus Van Sant is going to just sign on to make a feature film. I don't know what to say, say about that. Live action? Mm-hmm. Yeah. About Death Note? Mm-hmm. With white people? With white people, uh, yeah. Unclear okay. on whether Is there going to be white people? Mostly white people. people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's coming. What is Death Note? It's, uh, it's okay. The brief outline of what Death Note is, a kid finds a death journal, basically mm-hmm. a journal that... Reapers use, but they're not really Reapers. They're demons. It's okay. weird. Uh, but if you write someone's name in this little notebook, they die. That, they die they instantly. Die. Yeah. Intriguing. It's kind of like the sticky notes that yeah. they had in. And any paper from this book. So you, it, it's certain parts of the book. He like he has just a scrap of paper he keeps with him. So if anyone like attacking him, he might not have the book on him, mm. but he can you write their name. Write the name. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it, in real concept. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. No, but no. In, in the world of anime, this makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 
Intriguing. But that is what only in the world of Japanese animation can they make somebody furiously scribbling somebody's yes. name yeah, on a piece yeah, yeah, of paper yeah. completely <laughs> kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Should they die instantly? Instantly. So the minute he writes the full name down, yeah. they die. Actually, I think you write a time they die, too. So you write the, right, the name, right, and then you say right, they right, die at this time. time. Yeah. Intriguing. So yeah, Gus Van Tens make a movie of that, which is deeply bizarre to that's me. That's weird. Yeah. But I mean, I like that, though, because that's a really out there concept. And that's it's what weird. Yeah. best, is when yeah. he's in a really arty, strange place. And we should also mention that uh, George R.R. R. R. Martin has responded to people saying he's going to die before he will finish the series. Oh, yeah. What do you say? Uh, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Just that. Good for him. Good for him. He's like, no, nah, I'm doing it. Good for him. I like I like the way that guy works. Yeah. I don't think he's going to because he has two more books to go, and mm. he looks really unhealthy. He can still yeah. write them before he dies. I mean, it's like it's not like he's on death's door mm. right now. He wheezes as he walks upstairs. Yeah. He doesn't have to walk upstairs to write. <laughs> So he just gets a motorized scooter and goes everywhere. With the exactly. Yeah, just it's like he he can still do it. I mean, it's like you know, he doesn't even need to type anymore. You know, it's mm-hmm. like he's rich enough that he can hire somebody to take dictation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. He can finish these books. It's, it's not happen. impossible. He just transferred his consciousness into a cat. Yeah. Yeah, that too. And the cat would then like lick the keys it wants to type. Yeah. Yep. No, it has paws. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not like savages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, that happened. That's like, I think it was like yesterday or the day before. That's, like that's just another example, though, of like you know fans just being really bitchy mm-hmm. and self. I mean, it's like really, you know, it's like now you're complaining you're going to die before you finish this. Mm-hmm. Don't you so you die suck. Us. It's like mm-hmm. you know, that's that's actually what fandom has gotten to now. Is yeah. that, you know, people getting that angry. You better not die before you write those books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be really upset. It's like you're not as upset as his immediate family when it happens. <laughs> do you think? Jeez. I take it he's very sick. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's just, not sick. No, he's, he's just a large elderly yeah. man who he's doesn't not, look very He's old. not even that elderly. He's only like 60. Yeah. Oh, really? He's not looking good. No. 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 I mean, it's like, yeah, he's, he's not in great health, but, you know, it's like he's, you know, it's like far from, like, you know, right on death's door. That's, I, I wonder if he has, he, he doesn't look like he eats healthy at all. No, but he'll get it done. Yeah. He has, like, two more books. He took, like, five years for the last one. Yeah, but that's because he was being lazy. <laughs> yeah, he can crank those out if he needs to. He can, yeah. 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 I mean, it's like he, if, if he really just knuckled down and focused on it, he could do it. Whether he will do that is another question. Yeah. But So is this, like, one fan's worry that he'd die and somehow that spread across? No, it's it's a common concept that he's told the creators of the original the C- TV series, the ending of the show, the ending of the books, because he was worried he might not live through it. What kind of lifestyle does this man have? Well, I think he eats a lot of donuts. It's a very sedentary <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, that's, that's most Americans, yeah, isn't it? It is, yeah. 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 So, it's like, you know, so most Americans, you don't worry about them killing over and dying. he can afford healthcare, so. so he'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, he can afford it, but he also might need a bypass surgery or something. That's okay. He can still afford it. Uh, yeah, it's an Oreo donut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll appreciate that. Yeah, let's not do that. It'll happen. I don't want to kill Joe R. R. Martin. And if he already knows the ending, then I'm sure he has notebooks written down. People can construct it. I like your, I like your token. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna. It'll be fine. I just thought that was an yeah. interesting news story. I it is. No, yeah. especially his reaction. That's yeah. great. It's it's gonna gonna happen. Happen. No, it's, like, no. no, it's going to happen. He's going to finish the books. You have yeah. more faith than I do, Wayne. No. Definitely. The thing I was very excited about that I wrote this week was that uh, the uh, Daredevil uh, Netflix series, it turns out, has been secretly filming in New York for a month. Really? Okay. Under the name Bluff. They Bluff. Only, they only got out. I know. They only got out what it really was because people it's took awesome. some photographs and video of a scene in which a small boy was blinded by the side of a truck uh, overturned. 
That's amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that could only be one yeah. thing. Yeah. That's, that's true. Because that's pretty cool. Yeah. So they're, they're changing it slightly then? Because, I mean, like, the the original origin, wasn't it something like something fell out of the truck and it was like chemicals? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, got, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's a kid screaming that he's blinded next to an overturned truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I thought yeah, you meant yeah, that it's like the truck hit him. Oh, no, 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 Sorry, my bad. That's not the way it was. No, 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 my bad, my bad. Nothing was broken but his eyes, Wayne. No, only thing was broken was his eyes. No. Which was like just a great little joke that they made in the original run of the Teenage Mutant I was going to say, yeah, yeah, where that, that, that was, was the ooze, the ooze that blinded yeah. Daredevil was that the was same fantastic. ooze that made the Ninja Turtles, yeah. yeah. That was just a fantastic yeah. little joke in the original TNT. That was really amazing. So, but anyway, yeah, so that's shooting, um, and yeah, and I saw the secret video, and it looked exactly like you'd want it to look, yeah, and yeah, I'm all in. So Streets like, what, of New York. What, what time period is this supposed to be? Um, it looked like sort of generic, could be any time in the last 30 you know, years. The, the whole idea of like, you know, Matt Murdock, you know, growing up in rough and tumble Hell's Kitchen, New York. Hell's Kitchen is actually not that bad a place. Yeah, no, I know. But so, it's actually kind of nice, so, though, actually. So, yeah, yeah. For, for Matt Murdock to be growing up in Hell's Kitchen now is like, well, okay. It's like I'm living in this rough part of town oh, where, know. you know, it's like the cappuccinos cost, yeah, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> you know, it's like $5 instead of 3 oh, Wow, I that's know. really rough. It's like I'm going to sit over here and, like, you know, recycle these things. It's like, oh, wait, wait, I'm being accosted by people on Facebook. Facebook, you, know, so you mean know. bullies in Hell's Kitchen? It's like, that doesn't quite have the same effect as like you know getting pushed around by you know big bullies and mm-hmm. you know run down Hell's Kitchen. I know, I know. Manhattan in general is a very different place yeah, than exactly. it once was. Yeah. But uh, but at the same time, the idea of the dirty, filthy New York yeah. is still yeah. a thing. So it's just going to be taking place in that fictional universe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And also, I'm sure there are still bad neighborhoods in New York, just not Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Or most be, right? of doubt, most of Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, you, can, you can still find some filth in Manhattan if you go look, and it's like, yeah, like yeah. weird so, dark yeah. alleys. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and they'll and they'll set dress yeah. it. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, you, uh, can, you can still get mugged in Central Park. I yeah. also I want to mention Central that um, didn't Del Toro say he might be willing to go with a PG thirteen rating for Ma- uh, Mountains of Madness? Yeah, he said that he's leaning towards that. Really? Yes. Oh. Well, he said that it's basically just the surgery scene that has to be altered. Okay. Um, and There's a few scenes, and it was it was it wouldn't change the overall cost. Yeah. And he said part of it is also because PG thirteen's gotten so lenient again. Yeah, it, okay. you can put you can put a lot of stuff yeah, in PG thirteen. Really you really can. Except smoking. So yeah, yeah. So, except smoking. Except smoking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just but, no one smokes in the movie, and you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think that's just a desperation. Really, like I really want to make this movie. Yeah. And Prometheus wasn't good enough, so I'm I'm fine away. Yeah, yeah, and and the other thing as well is that like his movies, his R-rated movies are not that intense. Which one was last? What was the last? Like Pan's Labyrinth, and, and like that was horror. Yeah. Yeah, someone gets their face beaten by a bottle. Yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's some, true. That was really bad. Yeah, that was really bad. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that scene that was really dark and twisted. Yeah, that one. Yeah, was. yeah, but but I mean, still o- overall, like that's so it would. But that's what I'd imagine Mountain of Madness would be. Yeah. It's like there's like there's like one scene like that. Tone that down. Take that bit. down. Yeah, the surgery yeah. scene is pretty bad in the original yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just don't have that. So yeah, so tone that down too. Um, so, but whether or not that happens, we'll still see. I think he's just desperate to make. At this point, like he's got so much on his plate, it's not going to be making. Oh, he that wants for to make that. But that's his anyway. like that is pet it's project. His dream project. Yeah. Okay. So he's been trying to get that made. He'll for make years. that if he if he'll be like screw sleep. I'm doing yeah. it. In my, I'm doing my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mountains yeah. of Madness is filming in my house. It is going to happen most definitely. Definitely. Um, we so still don't have like an actual solid release date on that, right? No, he, he just said I'm no, willing no, no, to do no, no, it. No. He's just continuing to talk about yeah. it, desperately pushing it. Okay, I'm sure one day it will. I'm certain of it. Eh, it's a lot. Just waiting for that 
announcement that's like, you know, we're in serious pre-production now, but mm. you know, it's like, it it's keeps not, not happening. What I'm still waiting for is um, Prometheus 2, whatever they're calling yeah. that. I want to actually know how that thing ends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Prometheus. That's yeah. going to suck. Is that ever going to happen? Yeah, they're working on it. I think it actually it. is. Yeah. Uh, still going to suck. And, yeah, yeah <laughs> so As long as Lindelof doesn't... Scott's now got Batman as Moses. Is this right? Mm. This is actually happening? Which one? Yeah, the yeah the Christian Bale. Yeah, Moses. R- yeah. Ridley Scott's got, like, Christian Bale yeah. playing Moses. Because he wants to do, like... Exodus. But is Ridley Scott even religious? Please tell me some sort of action. No, movie. but he's British, of course. Yeah, he's British. Means yeah. he's automatically not yeah. that religious. Yeah. Please tell me it's like action. Yeah, because I was like, you know, talking with my wife about this, and I'm like, you know, it's like, where do you go with this? And like, it's like, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Moses. Like, I swear to God, don't swear to God. Swear to me, no way. Swear to God. <laughs> don't swear to me. Swear to God. That's a blasphemy. <laughs> I might have said the wrong thing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swear to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Like, I'm sorry, Batman or Moses, whatever. Just whatever your name is, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And the other other big news I found this week is uh, Star Wars Seven is filming in IMAX. Eh, whatever. Yeah, that's not a gigantic surprise. It's not, but it's still yeah. exciting. Is that still happy on like schedule now? Because Harrison Ford is out. Yeah, they're he's they're, they're drastically rewriting. So is he just going to be like sitting at all times? He's going to be barely in it now. Yeah. So like. Other than that, or else they could just see Jim. Like, yeah. hi, I'm walking fine. Yeah. I am Harrison Ford, not yeah. at all looking creepy. Yeah, he's yeah, he, he's still yeah. There, that's become a major problem, and I guess they've substantially changed his role. It's a bummer. Um, yeah, pops in. Hi, I'm Harrison Ford. Bye. Yeah, exactly. It's a bummer, but they got to maintain that release date. Yeah, that's the way it works now. So, yeah, that's sadly a thing. So that happened, and then the other big news thing that. I blame people for is that thanks to Transformers 4 which is now the highest grossing film in China of all time it makes me really angry yeah. on all the fronts as a result of that Michael Bay is now officially the second most financially successful director of all time oh, wow. James Cameron the first uh, no uh, Spielberg yeah. Really? Well, yeah, because Spielberg's Cameron, put out more movies. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's a it's yeah. a quantity. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, quality thing. Yeah, quantity, quantity, quantity th- situation. Spielberg has just oh, put out more movies better, over too. the decades. It's also so. a quality thing. <laughs> but, um, I didn't say he wasn't. Cameron. Yeah, yeah I know. No, I'm teasing like, you. I liked Avatar. Yeah. You're wrong. No, Wayne. you know you did. I liked Avatar. You think you did, but you really didn't. Nope. Have you watched it more than once? Yes, I have. Now let me ask you this. I've got it on Now let me ask you this. Had you not seen Fern Gully, so you were surprised? Well, it didn't have the rapping Robin Williams bat. Yeah, See, this yeah. is the thing that you guys keep forgetting is that there's a whole generation of kids that haven't seen Fern Gully. So when they watch Avatar, for them, they're just like, wait a minute. You know, it's like multinational corporations are bad and they're wrecking nature. I never yeah. realized this could happen. But it has no Tim Curry as yeah. a giant sludge monster. So yeah. they just, yeah, so they, they, but they still have to deal with that horrible dialogue and pathetic it's acting. It's really bad. Yeah, but, you know, it's like that, that acting is like not any worse than the original Terminator movies. Or what? Aliens. Yes, it is. Like, yes. No, it's worse. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, no, no, it is worse no, than both of those movies. What's no. What's no. Who's no, yes, no. Yes, Name is. me one memorable character performance from Avatar. Um, I rest my case. No, no, no. Aliens. You I got was, Bill Paxton. You got Michael Bean. You got Sigourney Weaver. No, I was nominated just trying for to remember Oscar. what was the name of the female pilot, um, the female military pilot, because she was like one of the most kick-ass characters. In oh, Michelle movie. Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez was that her name? Yes. You know, oh, so was, the one with the five minutes of screen time—that's yeah, the one really gonna, memorable. You know, Sigourney character? Weaver was also good. I really like Sigourney oh, Weaver's come character. On. No, it's true. This is you're <laughs> grasping at straws, no, Wayne. No, you're grasping no, at grasping no. straws, Wayne. Whereas Terminator, and I mean, like, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger's greatest performance is one actual performance. You got Michael <laughs> Bean. Got Michael Bean kicking all sorts of ass. Got Lance Hendrickson in both. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Doing yeah. excellent work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. those memorable characters and yeah. performances. 
versus Avatar. No, I, you got I, those two. I think this that is took like, you a little while. I think this to is kind of to kind of justify. I think this is nostalgia versus non-nostalgia. No, like, no, I just I just keep thinking it's like you know if I were to watch you know it's like Avatar now yeah. as a kid I would have the same it would have the same impact. On oh no, yeah, no, I'll agree with that. When I I'll, I'll agree with that. If I if I was a child, I would I would I would appreciate yeah. it more than I do. It would rock certainly, my world. Yeah. but not as much as Aliens. No, Aliens is a better movie. Yeah, like legitimately a better movie. Yeah, and more violent. Which is a child. There's a weird alien sex different. scene in uh, in, uh, in Avatar. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to do it for no, me. No, not enough. No, definitely not. Okay. I'm a kid. If I'm a kid now, I got access to the internet. That's true. I don't give a shit about that porn, anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Phil does not but accept. Avatar has like so many amazing action sequences in it. Uh, not really. Are you kidding me? Like, what about the part where you know it's like when the gigantic? Okay, yeah, we're arguing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think this is off podcast yeah. discussion. Yeah. Here. Well, I mean, that's the thing is you'll have to remind me of what they are. Yeah, and I'll have to go. Oh yeah, yeah. that kind of happened. As opposed to evil like, army me- dude, like when that ship is in flames and he hops into the mech on yeah, fire, puts the flames on his shoulders out, and then hops out of that plane yeah. just before it crashes into the jungle. That was amazing. And yet somehow just watching uh, Sigourney Weaver in a power loader fight a puppet is more exciting. <laughs> Which is weird. No, you'd, think no, that, just... you'd think that it wouldn't be because so much more happened in that other one. And yet just because it's well written and I give a shit about who any of these people are. No, I, I really do it makes think a big this, difference. Is just, this is nostalgia versus no, it's not. No, it's, it's no, actually it's not. not. We no. can break it down yeah. in okay. great detail if you All want right. to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to never going to happen. We'll, we'll have to do it after the podcast. No, I'll tell you why we won't because I'm okay. never watching Avatar again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Avatar, I went twice, Wayne. Yeah. Okay. I gave it a fair shot. I went twice, right. too. I loved it the first time. There you go. I was like, I really exactly. Then reality yeah. sits yeah. in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait a second. This movie is as good as yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. She's actually pretty stupid. Yeah. I like this movie. Yeah, no. I still watch that movie multiple times. So you're wasting your life away, oh, right? No, no, it's a great film. Well, then oh, why, why don't you go see the X Men? <laughs> I am going to see the X Men. Eventually, but you're just yeah. watching Avatar so many I'm, times. I'm just, just getting yeah, in the way. Yeah. Like, I'm just one of the few people here who's just managed to retain some of their childlike innocence. No, no, no. What are you talking about? I went to see about? Jurassic Park after its 20 years or whatever. Okay. It was I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, but that's hell's up. You've already seen before. I come in, but it was still good. I don't know because you can watch stuff from your childhood and think you'll be nostalgic. About yeah. it and realize how bad it yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely. Like any Ninja Turtles product, for example. Those are all bad. Yeah. And I and I also I also come here week in week out talking about movies designed for children and how excited I get for them. That has nothing to do with it. Okay. No, Avatar is legitimately not good. I did like how you turned. I can't even remember what the name. What is the main character? What main actor's name? Sully. No. Um, no you're thinking of Monsters Inc. Yeah, that's the it's Jake Sully, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the character's name is Jake, Jake Sully. Sully. Yeah. What's the main actor name? Sam, Sam Worthington? Worthington. He's yeah. a bad actor. Yeah, he was just a guy who that we were supposed to accept as a star because he, he was in Avatar and he was in um, uh, Terminator, Titans, Titans as well, Terminator as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh yes, he was in that werewolf show. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. maybe I don't know. Well, that's Sam, that's that's um, Sam Worthington and Sam Witwer. Yeah, yeah. Different okay. people. The thing he was in three like gigantic movies, but he's yeah. so untapped. Talented. He's really bad. Boring. Yeah. That he just was never in anything. He had blackmail again. material on somebody. Hmm? Blackmail material. Uh, I think he was sleeping with someone. Jim Cameron's lazy now. Doesn't <laughs> care about right. anything other than the digital effects. <laughs> and he's really good at those. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Listen, I'm not saying it's as bad as like the Star Wars prequel. No, no, of course. I'm prepared not. to put things in context. But it's just not, not good. as good as Wayne it's wants not, to be. It's not at all. No, Avatar is a movie for the generations. Uh, no, it's not. It is. No, it's not. 
No, it's not. I would love to talk to a 10 year old. Yeah. 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 Go to a Comic Con. They think Transformers is good, to be fair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go to a Comic Con. See how many Avatar costumes there are. Wait, wait, I'm going to Atomic Lollipop tomorrow. I will see if I see Avatar. There will be none. There will be zero. There may be one. No, not Atomic Lollipop. They're going to be dressed in weird naked Japanese people. I don't even know what Atomic Lollipop is. It's a convention here in Toronto, promoting conventions in Toronto, uh, that is about, basically about cosplay. So you're going to see oh, a lot of cosplay? It's, no, no, it's, it's everything. It's got music yeah. and anime trivia and Japanese game show. And oh, so it's Japanese game show? Oh, so it's Atomic Lollipop. So it's Japanese specific. No, it's actually just geekdom. So. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, so it's not WeeboCon or anything. Yeah, it's like, kind of There's like Harry Potter stuff. Okay. Cool. There is it in the convention um, center? No, it's, it's in... It's in Science Center of all places. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, that's so great. it's a little is bit small. Adventure so it's Time a little bit stuff. You can go and it's it is a little bit smaller. Can I get a can the, I get a real life size BMO that I can have for home? I don't know. You could. There's a plushie. There's right, a lot that, of good crafting enough for me. things. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, we should move on. There's a zombie thing. dance. There's everything. We should indeed. All as right. much as I love like insulting Avatar, we should probably move on. Yeah, yeah well, especially I, since it doesn't deserve. No, it deserves it. Yeah, no, it All right, we're moving on. If you have any you thoughts on Avatar, <laughs> you can write us at letters at cgmagazine.ca or letters at cgmagonline.com. What podcast at cgmagonline.com? You or that? Where does that one go? No, what does that go to you? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, let's see if Wayne's writer feels right. Do you hate Avatar? Did you love Avatar? Well, they obviously I know. all hated it. Everyone hated it. That's why it, that's why it did so, so much money. money. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because, well, no, that's I'm, I'm like, there are, are plenty of people that still like it. The problem is they're not literate, so they won't be able to write in. <laughs> that's why Wayne did Yeah, they're more, they're, they're more like drooling. Because I'm illiterate. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're more like yeah. drooling but you're in the chair. Yeah. So, yeah, so for you pretentious. At the time, he was illiterate, Yeah, so for you pretentious literate elite. No, it's like yeah, Avatar is a movie for the common man, not like you snobs. But because I'm still like average working Joe, just like everybody else out there, who also happens to be a visible minority. Yeah. You know, I represent the voice of the people. You guys what? are just stuck up elite mm-hmm. snobs. Yeah, we're the one percent, Wayne. We're the one percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You one percenters. Well, that's so, pretty fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Now, since you brought race into it, oh, Avatar. Mm-hmm. Do I need to say anything else? Do I need to get anything more specific? With Avatar? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, well, let me ask you this. obviously, let they make the this. white guy look bad, so it's like... You know, no, let me ask you this. If you're going to cast a group of, of native aliens, mm-hmm. right, you were pre- presenting them as being uh, wild and uh, the opposite of hum- human, right? Why would you cast all black actors if you weren't a racist? Wayne, go. <laughs> uh, and try to hide that Authenticity, I suppose. I rest my case. Okay. Um, so, moving on to, uh, I guess, should I do this week's movie? Yeah, I'm yeah. out of news. Do you guys have any yeah, other, I, I have news? No news. Okay. Nothing happened this week. Nothing at all. Okay, cool. So, uh, first up, um, speaking of awkward racial allegories, the planet of the apes. Um, yeah, that is an awkward Yeah, it is, allegory. right? Yeah. Um, but, okay, so anyway, this is uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It's the latest one, obviously, sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes, which... Uh, was 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 quite good. Um, was a little loopy and silly, but all of the movies are. Um, so now we're in a spot where, after the last one, uh, Andy Serkis's Caesar, uh, CGI animated ape, um, they he busted all the apes out. They're free. They're living in the woods in San Francisco. Ten years have passed. The very uh, super serum that uh, made all the apes intelligent also turned into an airborne disease that killed off most of the humans population the movie takes place 10 years in the future there's a like small outpost of human survivors living in a rotted out San Francisco whereas the apes are thriving and have a 
and have a uh, beautiful society and so just, just live in peace and harmony. Yeah. Sake, we're only talking about North America, right? Yes. There, no. This is. It's possible there could be survivors somewhere out there, but that's oh not no, the no, 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 no. It's made very clear this was a global issue. Okay. Yeah, but but um, the 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 story itself is yeah. limited to the San Francisco but area, it, and the, it, and the humans have no contact with the other humans. Yeah. So we it's don't theoretically know. possible there could be survivors in other parts of the world, but that's not the focus. Wayne wants to know if his race. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, no, there's a montage at the very beginning of the opening credits in which they make it clear that this was a global phenomenon. Right. We okay, just, again, don't know the exact number of casualties. Okay. So, um, so anyways, uh, yeah, there's, so there's this outpost, and uh, the, the opening of the movie is actually pretty much silent, and they spend about 20 minutes just with the apes doing communicating sign language, building up their sign, and it's incredibly well done. The digital effects in this are absolutely astounding. Um, they are... Doesn't feel CG. No, definitely not. Like the the weight, the hair, the characterization, like the the um, use of motion capture is, is incredible. Andy Circus obviously very good, but there are a, yep. a, a, okay. a, a string of, an, of, of actors around him just as good. So it, I actually thought it was kind of an amazing, kind of a ballsy move to start off a big summer popcorn movie, essentially silent and just sort of apes so behaving peacefully. Jane Goodall would have been proud. Yes, exactly, and very well done. And then um, these humans stumble on them. The apes get scared. One of the humans shoots one of the apes. That causes tension. It's the first time the apes have seen humans in years. Caesar gets all the... Uh, there's a scarred uh, ape from the last one named Koba. You might remember him, who was particularly tortured by animal testing facilities and particularly hates humans. He immediately wants to go to war. Caesar doesn't, so they sort of show up at the colony, tell them never to return. The humans eventually negotiate. To be are able there to... like subtitles in this movie? Yes, at all? there are. Yes, okay. there are. There are like when they're when they're signing. Yeah, they I was, also I was wondering they also they have were... okay. very basic speech, okay. um, which is also one of the reasons why I thought the opening was so daring because it's mm-hmm. pretty well silent. A lot of subtitles. It's a bizarre way to start a big popcorn yeah. movie. Um, so. Um, eventually, a small group of humans get to go through to try and repair a dam to bring power back to San Francisco, and a bunch of stuff goes wrong, and we end up with a flat-out battle between the humans and the apes. So, um, as I said, technically, is extraordinary, and um, it's directed by Matthew Reeds, who did Cloverfield and Let Me In. Um, he's no slouch when it comes to staging action or atmospheric sequences. There's some very creepy sequences. There's some incredible action sequences. Overall, uh, running under Dawes with all Planet Apes movies, there is a gentle area of social commentary. This one's sort of being about sort of the her- inherence of violence within humans in the animal kingdom and sort of how uh, any sort of conflict will eventually be nudged towards war if that's something that even a small percentage of the group want. Another very cynical vision. I have to say, um, this is much more subtle. On Rise of the Planet of the Apes was very politically charged, as are all the other Apes movies. This is probably the least politically charged. It's more of a blockbuster, but still, compared to other blockbusters, it's very smart. Compared to Apes movies, it's a little light, but that's not necessarily a problem. Also, it's very much setting up a third film. Yeah. I mean, considering the subject matter, and you know, it, it is just down to like humans versus apes. Exactly. You really don't need to get you know, it's like too political with that. Exactly. It's and 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 the way in which um, Matt Reeves takes the time to make the audience identify with both the apes and the humans equally um, adds another layer okay, of complexity. Okay, so the human beings are just not out and out evil. No, definitely not. All right, definitely not. Uh, Gary Oldman's a little bit evil, yeah, but that's great because it's Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah no, he he's also doing some of the calm dan- dad material, so it's not. Like he's raging, like oh, and, uh, yeah, Leon. Yeah, yeah. so you got a little, you got a little touch of that. Yeah, if there's a major criticism to launch of the movie is that, that weirdly the human characters are underdeveloped compared to the apes, but uh, even that it wasn't like a massive problem. That and, might be and, deliberate anyway. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So um, yeah, very exciting, very smart, very clever. I'd say probably um, 
is more consistent and effective piece of work than Rise of the Planet of the Apes was, which I was quite fine of, but it's a bit silly. Smartest blockbuster of the summer? This summer? Sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Unless you include Captain America, which I don't even know if we can qualify as a summer movie. Came out so early. Really. Yeah, it yeah. feels more of a spring thing. So, yeah, I would say it is the cleverest. It's And, and one of the most visually impressive by far. I saw it in IMAX and... Uh, I was blown away by the level of detail and care into the performances that were there. The apes haven't started wearing clothes yet, have they? No, but okay. they have started moving upright. They start developing speech, and they ride on horses while firing assault rifles, okay. which is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a really, really entertaining, very bright, very clever, very well-done film. I, I'm very impressed by it. It's, I'd say it's one of the best Planet of the Apes movies overall now. And, uh, and how's Andy Serkis? Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Probably... Yeah, I was debating in my mind about whether he's better in this or better in, in Rise. He had certainly has more of a journey to go through in Rise. But in this one, he's pretty much the main character. Okay. And that's sort of what's compelling about this is we've obviously seen Andy Serkis give incredible motion capture performances before and get a lot of attention for them. This is the first time he's actually carried the series. Because <laughs> even with King Kong, yeah. you know, King Kong took an hour for that guy to show up, first of all. So, <clears throat> so there's a landmark situation going on there. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just a very, very... It's a movie that's really hard to find problems in. Very tight. Works really well. I, I hope it does well. I think it will. And, ideally, they'll get to do uh, the third movie soon because um, everything's put in place for an even grander finale. Um, and, also, I'm very impressed by the fact that uh, this, as much like Rise, was essentially a remake of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. This is a remake of Battle, which was by far the worst <laughs> of the original yeah. Final of the Apes movies. So they managed to take the worst movie, make it the best. So this, we, this... We, we don't get a crying statue at the end of this. Thank this God, is... no. No crying yeah. statue. Thank Woo-hoo. God, no. So so hopefully, um, yeah, I, I think, and I think this the, these two movies and, and hopefully a satisfying third one are sort of an example of how to do a remake properly where you're just taking the basic concept and ideas and making something completely different with it uh, versus, say, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes where it's basically running through all the same scenes, saying the same lines, and then trying to outdo the twist ending with an ending that no one can explain even 20 years later. Not 20, 10. What about the Michael Jackson ape? Michael Jackson ape? Bubbles? No, from the uh, the 2001 remake. What the female seen? apes look like Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I don't, what was the ending of the... The, I think they show, Mark Wahlberg shows up back at Earth, and yeah. the shows up back Lincoln Earth, statue yeah, is, has, has a like monkey head. head and yeah. How does that make sense? Tim Roth got back in time first and changed yeah. all of human history. And all these apes show up on like motorcycles. Yeah. and all that. It, it doesn't like make sense. 60s. That's the problem. It's horrible. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, um, yeah, great flick. Definitely check it out. It's one of the best summer blockbusters. So probably I think. the way that they're going with this, we're not going to get like you know skinless psychic mutants living underground. No, detonated cobalt bomb. No, no, no. And that's probably for the best. As All much right. as I love those skinless psychic <laughs> mutants, and I truly, truly yeah. do. Uh, no, I think, I think, I mean, ultimately, well, that's the weird thing is that we know the ending to this. Yeah, it's. See, like in that, in that the sense, Apes. they've kind of ruined Planet of the Apes. Mm. You know, in that, you know, it's like if they try to go forward with Planet of the Apes, you can't have the Statue of Liberty thing, and you have the same reaction from the audience. So no, they're never going to—they're never going to be able to do that. But there's yeah. the thing with the Tim Burton one—you could never have that ending again, anyway, because yeah, everyone already knows it's Earth. Yeah. So it's a clever way of getting around that. Um, I, yeah, I'm very excited to see how it wraps up. It's—it's it's coming together in a really, really intelligent way, and uh, yeah, I think it's just... Is it just going to be a trilogy, or are they planning for more? I mean, who knows, right? Presumably the third movie is just going to wrap up a lot of things and answer most of the questions, but, you know... 
Are there going to be movies after that? I would I would hope not. Mm. I think you're going to run this into the ground mm. yeah. uh, fast. I, I But, you know, I can't pretend to know. I'm sure if this makes enough money, they're not going to want to cut off the cash cow that quickly. We'll yeah, see what if happens. If they write a big enough check to Andy Serkis, it's not like he's going to say no. So. Yeah, he's never going to turn it down. Yeah. This is like the role of a lifetime for mm-hmm. him. So it's difficult to say, but regardless, this was yeah. really solid. And the best part is that nobody had to wear ape makeup and be in makeup for like, you know, six hours of the day before Absolutely. finally going out to True. the shoot, Although I, like, do, I do miss that ape makeup. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. It was great stuff. Yeah. Um, but Would the ape makeup would that have worked as well as the CG does in this movie? Or does the CG well, actually show, like, you know what? You really should have done it this way. Well, that's an interesting point. I do think that, I, well, I, I don't know if nostalgia flavors this or what, but I do really enjoy the ape makeup because I think there's such a creative design and mm-hmm. such a cool concept. That what I think the CG allows is that the apes are actually apes mm-hmm. versus the original movie was sort mm-hmm. of a human-ape hybrid. Yeah. This allows us to actually start from actual recognizable apes and advance them slightly. So I like that approach. I think that's very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that adds a lot. And that's sort of how these movies sort of justify their own existence. Personally, I prefer the makeup. But I think the CG allows them to do something completely different. Okay. And I think that's sort of, again, one of the reasons that makes this stand out amongst other remakes and reboots and rehashes is that they actually had something very new to bring to it. So it would be a different thing. So, so it would be different and fresh. Okay. So I'm on the fence with that. I like certainly last time I preferred the makeup. Now that this is developed and has become more of the thing, a standard thing, it's hard to say because I do really love this approach too. Mm-hmm. They're just two very different things. And they're doing movies from two different times. And as long as the times. CG actually looks good as opposed to obvious. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it's gotten much better this time. The first one, which I rewatched this week, um, it's got some really dodgy sequences. But I think that's just because they didn't have the time or resources. Mm-hmm. And they had people that were unfamiliar with using special effects making the film. Now we have Matt Reeves, who knows this stuff very well. And the budget's like double. Um, yeah. So, you know, that goes a long way. Um, but, yeah. Definitely good. And then another one that I really want to talk about is uh, Snowpiercer, which is a smaller uh, science fiction film. Um, has kind of a bizarre backstory to it in that um, it's the first English language feature by um, Ji Hoo Bong. Um, Sounds Korean. Yeah. Can Korean? you double check that name for me? Ji Hoo Bong. It's the director of The Host, the monster oh. movie The Host. Yes, it's her, his first English language uh, feature. And that is called what? Snowpiercer? It's called Snowpiercer. Yeah, please check his name because I don't want to get that wrong and I forgot to write that down. Um, and it's uh, based on a French comic book that I've never read. And, What's it called? Uh, again, Snowpiercer. Really? Yeah, me neither. I think it's from a while ago. Okay. Um, like it would have been from like this director's childhood. And so the basic concept is that um, Second Ice Age has taken over. Before that happened, this insane engineer created... Jun Ho-Bong. Jun Ho-Bong. I got it right. Okay. Good for me. Gold star. Jun Ho-Bong. So, so the... You um, a cookie. Thank you. I did. Um, so, <laughs> you your cookie. Yeah, yeah. And so, you took it away from that. Okay, this, is, this joke will not work for the listeners. <laughs> um, so, so, okay, so there's been a second ice age. Before that happened, this insane engineer created a train that went the entire circumference of the globe. Um, that doesn't seem possible, but okay. Well, it's it's a, it's a science fiction fantasy. Brand. Okay, it, it, apes aren't going to start talking either. They might. <laughs> they actually are pretty close to humans. Yeah, right? I know. But anywho, um, so so that's going on, um, and so now all of humanity lives on this train, and the train is sort of uh, organized by class. The people on the caboose live. This sounds a so disgusting French. lifestyle. Oh my god! I know, this super sounds French, right? so unbelievably French. And yeah. then at the end of the front, we have Ed Harris, who created the train, lives like a king. 
Uh, the people that live in the back, they live all cramped in small spaces, obviously. They're only fed protein bars, which turn out to make from crushed cockroaches. They battle over that because that's the only sort of substance they have. Obviously, very unpleasant lifestyle. Uh, within that group of people is Chris Evans, Captain America, and also John Hurt. Who How did they Chris afford these people? Um, well, Chris, uh, this was made two years ago. I'm Even then? The host was well-received. Yeah, the host was well-received. But I mean... They, they they made it they made it the way the old Italian films used to be made wow. where it was all made with American actors so it was made to play to the American market. Okay. The Korean film market's very strong as okay. is the rest of the Asian film right, community right. and also it's just cheaper to make movies there. Right. So like it, this probably I think this movie was somewhere in the like maybe seventy or eighty million dollar category. That's still a lot for Korea, which is a lot for there. But if you were to make that in North America, it would be like two hundred. Yeah. So it you know that that. That just changes how much you have to make, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, anyway, yeah, John Hurt's there. He sort of, yeah, sort of convinces uh, Chris Evans that it's time to revolt. They sort of they start making their way through the train. Um, what what really makes the movie special is the tone. Uh, Gene Ho Bong, if you've seen The Host, has a yeah, very, yeah. very silly, s- surreal sense of humor, but also knows how to make a very dark and gritty genre film. Depressing. It, the Host was very depressing. For sure, but it also had like cross-eyed scientists and stuff, yeah. right? It's this weird mixture of humor and everything that it has. This very much applies to the movie. There's some incredible sequences. There's a great bit where they burst into a schoolhouse where... Um, this uh, re- like overly chipper teacher is singing songs to the, to the kids, telling them if they leave the train, they're going to die, and everything seems all happy. And then right in the middle, and then she seems to be accepting of the rebels that are trying to come through. And then right in the middle, of the teacher takes out a machine gun and starts trying to shoot everyone in front of the kids, and it turns into a big action scene. Okay, that's sort of weird. Those sort of weird tonal shifts happen all the way through, but um, it's very carefully constructed. It has a really, really brilliant twist ending that I don't want to get into, and it's just quite frankly. Um, not only going to be one of the best like genre movies of the year, but just one of the best movies of the year. Now, the question you might be asking yourself based on the scale, the number of people in this, yeah. how good it is, is how come I haven't heard of it. The reason for that is very simple. Uh, Harvey Weinstein bought the North American distribution rights. He wanted to re-edit the movie. Um, Joan Hobong refused. They fought about it for a year. The internet got very upset about it because then, in the meantime, the film had come out in Asia, yep. it had come out in Blu-ray in Asia. Therefore, it had come out on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> in the world, everyone saw this movie. Said, "This is amazing! What the hell are you doing?" Harvey Weinstein finally agreed to put it out, but he dumped it in the middle of the summer um, with next to no release or publicity, Weird. essentially out of spite, which he's done before. Why did you hear the um, latest thing from Kevin Smith which regarding is? Weinstein's? Yeah, they wouldn't let him do Clerks 3. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't give him money for it. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you do it, you somehow find a way to pay for it. We'll yeah. distribute it. But yeah. we're not giving you a single cent for yeah, it. Yeah, same deal. They're, they're, they're really, like, they've, they've done a lot of good for the film industry. Yeah. They've done as much bad in yeah. really snide, weird ways like this. So that's the only unfortunate thing with Snowport, uh, Snowpiercer. Like, it is a big, th- it plays beautifully in the theater, but it's hard to find. And if you can, I definitely insist uh, finding it. I think this is going to become a big cult film. But it's already on DVD and everywhere else. In yeah, I, I, it hadn't come out. In, I think Weinstein's had North America and Europe, I believe. Uh, so it's come out in like it's come out in Asia, and I think like, in English. I think like Russia. Well, I mean, like they dubbed it, but obviously they had included an English track if you wanted to see oh, weird. the English version as well. Um, so yeah, so it is. 
Yeah, hard very, to imagine that they made Chris Evans speak Korean. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> you will speak Korean. No. I don't know how. Douglas Winton, you too. John yeah, Hurt. They didn't have it. Now he did up on your <laughs> Korean, John Hurt. Now, Jen, Jen Hobong did put a couple of his uh, Korean uh, actors in it, and they do speak Korean, and they sort of speak to each other through interpreter, uh, through an interpreter, particularly the main character from the house, the guy who played the kind of sad dad. Uh, he's in it, and he's wonderful in it, and it's kind of uh, nutso uh, genius. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's um, visually, it looks a lot like a Terry Gilliam film. Everything's no, very really? sad. Everything's very satirical, um, and except it is sort of vicious and violent and dark and hmm. dramatic, and again, like a Terry Gilliam film. In fact, John Hurt, the guy who start, kicks off the revolution, his name's Gilliam, and it's uh, no accident. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's self-conscious. It's 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 a wonderful, wonderful film. I highly, highly recommend seeking it out in any way that you can. I do think it's going to become a cult film. I think it's a real shame what happened with it because I think. If the wine scenes had treated it properly, and instead of dumping it in the summer, had it played film festivals, and yeah, tried to cut yeah. it in the fall, I think I mean, it, it sounds like a contender for TIFF. Exactly, like, yeah, yeah. and I think well there, so. for sure, and I think had it been handled properly, it probably could have even been up for like major Oscar, yeah. Oscars but and stuff. Spite is a funny thing. Exactly, and it's just sort of. Yeah, I've heard the wine scenes do a lot of weird stuff. They do, they do. They they've been known for this for a long time, and it's just a shame that this happened to this film because it's a movie that doesn't deserve mm. it. It's a really, really wonderful film, and it's sort of the sad. Like uh, two years ago, I got all excited because my three favorite Korean directors, Jun Ho Bung, Jim, Jim, uh, we, uh, I'm, you know what, I'm not even trying to say their names. Jin <laughs> Chan Wu Park, I know. Uh, he he did Old Boy, he did oh, um, yeah. Stoker. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Stoker's the, dark. Absolutely. And then the director of The Good, The Bad, and The Weird, and, um, and uh, I Saw the Devil, he made, um, he, he made The Last Stand, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. And Loved then, it. right? And then this guy made Snowpiercer. They all happened in 13 months. The first two came out and bombed. This one didn't even get released. So sadly, the chance of those guys cracking the North American market, as I had always dreamed, is pretty well dead, especially since this now. This will probably the greatest film from it. get released as a regional Blu-ray. For sure. America, oh, right? guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, no, the Weinsteins know they're going to make money out of there. They're going to put it out that way. Okay. Um, for sure it will. And uh, But anyway, yeah, if, if you're playing, if you live in a major market where this is playing in the theater, I, I definitely go. It's a great big screen movie. If not, keep an eye out for it. What's playing in Toronto? Yeah, where do you see it? Um, I mean, like, I saw it at a press screening. My guess is it'll play at, like, uh, uh like probably it's like the varsity and okay. the AMC and a couple yeah, of bigger ones. theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know exactly what theaters or how many, but, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely find it. it it's really wonderful movie and it's nice. a bummer yeah. what happened. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's actually a really, really good week for genre movies. They got cool. two great ones we're checking nice. out. So cool. do it. God damn it. Yeah. I, I will. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Phil. You're welcome, Melanie. And you can see Phil's full review of, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes at cgmagonline.com and you also have a ranking of the apes. That's right. Yes, I did a ranking of all the apes films up to this point because I love them and watched them recently. What's number one? Not all of them. Number one's Planet of the Apes. Okay. Shocker. Yeah. Okay. You don't love all of them. <laughs> no, I don't. That's, that's true. There are two that suck. One in particular really sucks. Also called Planet of the Apes. Um, and <laughs> it goes from Planet of the Apes to Planet of the Apes. It goes from Planet of the Apes to Planet of the Apes, yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, I, I definitely, definitely give that a look. And also, Look into the old Apes films because beneath the Planet of the Apes, the one we talked about before with the skinless yeah. psychics, it's weird but a good time. But Escape from the Planet of the Apes and Conquest of the Planet of the Apes are actually like excellent, excellent Escape movies that Planet people haven't watched. Is, like, that's a crazy movie. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. And then Conquest of the Planet of the Apes is incredibly dark and violent to the point where it wasn't until Blu ray that the actual like original version of the movie really? came out. Yeah, it did. And 
it makes a substantial difference. It's really bloody and nasty. I can really? see why. Yeah. Oh. It's it's really good. It's essentially what they remade for Rise. It's oh. like an ape uprising movie. Weird. But it was made in the early 70s around the time of all the race riots. And oh, it's, weird. And it's shot with handheld cameras and really violent. And weird. It is a direct allegory for that, and it's, it's great. And then Escape is just nuts. It starts like the 60s Batman TV series and ends with one of the saddest, most disturbing endings of all the movies. Really? Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Yeah, it's really depressing. Yeah, it's it like is. three it's apes. So sad. Three <laughs> apes land in modern-day Los Angeles, and they become like TV celebrities. Then they die, and then stuff happens. Yeah, well, because oh, I can't the, ruin it. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it. But basically, like the government figures out, okay, these apes are from the future. Yeah. If we allow them to stay here, that future is all but guaranteed. Right. If we get rid of them, we might stop it. Oh. And it's not worse, a happy ending. Yeah, it's worse than you can imagine. Okay. And then that leads directly to conquest with the April Uprising. Weird. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, check that out and check out those old ladies movies because goddamn it, they're good. Yes. Hi. Yeah. Cool. You're welcome again, Melanie. Wayne, have you been playing anything new this week? Um, just the final episode of... Uh, right, you actually have been playing something new, so you can kind of talk yeah, about that, that. That all finally wrapped up. I'm extremely happy with it. Good, I mean, satisfying? Like, I, yeah, it's very, very satisfying. Yep. It's like My <laughs> only warning is um, I think that it's actually one of the better Telltale games, and I think that it is as good as Season 1 of The Walking Dead, nice. but... Um, I will say that it's it's as good as long as you're not expecting this game to make you cry, because that was not the point of The Wolf Among Us, was that it was not supposed to be a murder mystery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was more of a murder mystery, and the the thing about um, the Walking Dead games is that, you know, it's like it's they're fairly extreme in the situations that they put people in. It's, it's basically, oh, yeah. Walking Dead is asking the players to ask themselves, what would I do in a life and death situation? How far would I be willing to go to make sure that I survive? So that's what The Walking Dead is trying to do. The Wolf Among Us is not trying to do that. Instead, it's repeatedly asking the player, so, you know, would you be willing to do um, what's more important, what is legal or what is right? Because when, you know, you have these situations with Big B, you're constantly being, you know, it's like confronted with, like, well, the law says that you've got to do this, but, you know, it's like it might actually be the right thing to do if you do that instead mm-hmm. and vice versa, where... You know, it's like sometimes people will, you know, it's like want, you know, it's like, you know, blood. And, you know, it's like they may be justified in that kind of sort of maybe. But at the same time, if you do that, you're basically saying anarchy is okay. And that was just throw law completely out the window. And sometimes you don't want to do that because order is kind of important in society. So I really like the fact that, you know, it's like I think that a lot of people are actually going to be debating that because, um, Especially compared to, like, The Walking Dead, um, the, the ending was more or less fixed, right? Um, with this one, there are actually, like, some fairly major, choi- uh, major choices that you can make around, like, the middle of the game, yeah. which will drastically change the kind yeah. of ending that you get. And people are going to be arguing up and down about the choices that they made at that point and whether or not it was the right or the wrong thing. So it actually drastically changes as compared to The Walking Dead. Because, yeah, yeah there, the same thing was going to happen to you no matter what yeah. you did and, in The Walking yeah, Dead. So, so I, how I, it happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil that, but you know, like, yeah, you, you can actually make a pretty major choice That's around cool. the middle of the game, which is going to give people some pretty no! endings. So what let's just light bulb. The... Okay. Or we can just keep going. All right, so, yeah. yeah. Do you think it's going to have an impact on what they do with The Walking Dead? No. No? No, because The Walking Dead still is be fixed? It's, it's, it's a completely different situation. I mean, The Walking Dead is still about life and death. It's only now it's with a little girl. So, yeah, yeah they're, you know, they're being a lot more manipulative with season two of The Walking Dead than they were with the first one. 
So the one thing you said about this chapter is you had a lot of technical issues with it, right? Yeah. Um, I've, I've been having issues up and down with the PS3 version, but, you know, like, that's kind of like, you know, what you expect from any PS3 version of a Telltale game. But yeah, walking down this one was <laughs> particularly bad because I would, I, once an episode in the chapter ended and it was loading up, like, the next chapter, the game would just, like, jam up on me and I'd have to restart. So uh, there was also stuff with, like, lip syncing issues where, like, you know, for whatever reason they would be talking, but the animation would have a long difficult time catching up so that Bummer. was also kind of messed up yeah Bummer. but uh you know i'm hoping that um like the new borderlands games and all those those are probably going to be coming out on the ps4 and mm. hopefully those problems will be behind us but you know it's like yeah it's like yeah it's the ps3 version of the game telltale's always had a rough time with the ps3 probably yeah. because of the ram yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's only got like 512 megs of ram which is like less than the average smartphone these days. So, right, right, right. Yeah. So as a result of that, there have always been a lot of technical issues. Hopefully, The Walking Dead Season 2 is like the last time that we have to deal with it. And then after that, you know, they'll start making this stuff on the PS4. But for the moment, it's like, yeah, this is what we got to deal with. Yeah. So. Right on. Yeah. What but it was you? good, though. What about me? Yeah, um, play I played a little bit of Mario Kart, as I was being chastised for earlier. Okay. Um, and I do still love it. Um, I have to log online and do online Mario Kart with Mal specifically because she's making noises like that. And I will. I promise. He will in like I five promise. years when he does find No, we're doing that this weekend. That's like the How about that? You've been playing? Um, Nothing else. Just no. Mario Kart and more Mario Kart? I, yeah, I know. I played a bunch of Mario Kart. I played. I still. You know, am, just like Wayne. Yeah, okay. I am, and I still I play I still play my MLB the show um, because Are you I still wa- play that. Yeah, because I watch baseball and then I have my own baseball oh. games and okay. I have fantasy games with the players that I enjoy and you see you guys don't want to hear about this that's why I don't talk about it. No, you should talk, no, you should talk about it because it's like I was actually wondering where that copy of the game had gone to. Yeah, and it's like you're the one that's got it. Oh hell yeah! Because I was actually planning on taking it home so that I could get my wife to play it so that she could finally understand how baseball works. Right. Because she looks oh. at it and she's like. This game is stupid. It's just like cricket. I don't yeah. get it. Why are people running to those little white things yeah, on the ground? Yeah, yeah, what's going yeah. on? Wait, everybody's getting off the field. Like, what's happening? She's just, she's, she just doesn't get baseball. Yeah, yeah. So I figured playing baseball might be a good way for her to get it. But you've got yeah. Show, so. I don't know if it's going to help that much, really. Because just doesn't want to bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. But um, but I mean, we must have an older copy anyway around yeah. somewhere. Yeah, probably. And I, and I do too. Yeah. But um, but yeah. I don't know. That's a weird one. I'd be curious to see if she likes it anymore from having played it. Yeah, because she doesn't get it right now. Yeah, because certainly the pacing will be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that can't help. But um, but yeah, so I played a bunch of that, and um, and then I was playing a little uh, new new Super Mario 3D World as well. Cause Ooh, I also why? Because I also took that back with the. Uh, when did I you got not finish the Wii. first time? Or? No, I did. Okay. I just hadn't played it since then. So I was playing it again, and uh, goddamn, it's fun. It is fun. Right? I didn't get to finish either. Really? I bought it, though, I think. Well, you should finish that sucker up. It's great. It's great. Well, I mean, like... It's it's like I'm on the last, 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 last world. Right, right, right. The very last world. Of course. Yeah, now, I I never, like, um, like, got 100% of or whatever. Um, We started going back through to get all the stupid stamps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those stamps. Those are irritating. But, uh, yeah, so I did a little bit, yeah, so little bits and pieces of that, but nothing. I never, I didn't, like, blast through a whole game yeah. or anything like that. 
and he's, he's gonna add us to his friends list. Yeah, that's right. We're sure, play, he we're will. Play, no, we're gonna play more after this. You have to add me to Wii and PlayStation. After this shellacking, I can assure you we'll be playing uh, Mario Kart very soon. The only thing is, during Mario Kart, you can't talk during the races. You can only talk between them. That's so fine. you can't. We can't. You know. We can't swear at each other. Well, we can. We we have phones. We can do that too. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You do Skype. Although that's kind yeah. of like a sad situation for the Nintendo network that yeah. I don't know why. I think they've just done it to cut down on people name Maybe. calling. They have. But they, no, yeah. the that's thing exactly is, though, like, you can yeah. talk between, though. Yeah, and I'm so sure if you're they. Name I'm call, sh- you just hold on to it to the end of the race. And I'm sure they blast. have the technical ability to make you talk oh, yeah, during the do. game. They just shut it. have shut yeah. it down. So. Shut it down. It's, a, it's an issue of control. That's all. Yeah. Really. Just, just trying to make sure that communications. Because that's the funnest part is when you're yelling at your friend who just tossed a banana at you and somehow hit you. Yeah, we'll still do that. All right, thank you, Phil. Yeah, you're welcome again, Mal. Yay. Brendan, have you been playing anything? Yeah, I've been playing, um, I know I'm a little late to the party, but I've been playing some uh, Wolfenstein New Order. Yeah, at least you've played it. I still haven't yeah, played it. Yeah, I haven't played it. Yeah. Yeah. This should be good. Nazis? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot, of, it, it's it's a lot darker than I thought it would be. So you're Nazis. Uh, not, that's not why I like it. I just think it's actually, just, it actually He's has a storyline. Mm-hmm. Whereas most a dark of the previous storyline, yeah. mm-hmm. it's weird. I'll give you the brief synopsis. Uh, you are BJ Blazkowicz as always, mm-hmm. and you are on a mission to kill this guy called Deathset, who's a Nazi general that has like melted skin. Nice, you know, as it, as you do. Yep. Um, he likes experimenting on people and building super soldiers again, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get put into a coma where you then get sent to a medical facility for apparently, like, 14 years. Hmm. So it's now, like, the 70s, and, yeah, the Nazis kind of rule the world. Hmm. And you're now off to stop them. Hmm. That is the beginning of the game. That's pretty fun. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah. it's really weird. I like, I like what they've actually done. Like, there's, um, is, it, is it like a complete game story-wise, or is this like one of those to be continued? And they're n- finding a I haven't finished it yet, but it, it okay. seems like it's actually going to wrap up. All right. Does it actually feel like the original Wolfenstein game in any way? It I feels don't see how it could. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. It, okay, that's the thing. The original Wolfenstein was ver- just basically a romp. There's yeah. no, you kill Hitler in a mech suit. Yeah, it was great. This one feels a little bit more realistic. There's some choices you make during the game where it, one of the early things you can do is you can make a choice between saving one guy or another guy. Mm. Like Death's head is like, yo, which one will I kill? And you're like, well, that guy. Mm. And either one you choose branches the story. Mm. So you get, oh, okay. uh, so if you choose one guy, you get lock picking. You choose the other guy, you get like safe cracking. Hmm. Or not lock picking, you know, like you get um, like electrical breaking safe. The other one you actually learn how to do the actual code. Okay. So two different mini games, but they actually branch off what you get later in the game. So that's kind of cool. Cool. So you either take a knife to it and break it open and just hit wires together, or you break the code. Eh, whatever. I don't know. Um, it looks good. Mm-hmm. It has a storyline. There's, there's just a blatant sex scene. Okay. Like, just blatant. Bizarre. Well, like, it, it's a good, like... Th- so not rated T for T. No. No. Okay. no. I mean, you don't see anything. I get... Well, you see the back, and you see, like, side boob. Mm. And you... Boob. Yeah. You see that, but you don't see much beyond that. Okay, so, so pretty it, tame. I mean, it's like, tame, I mean, but you, you see her like, going up and down on the bed. What's the context for that? Um, well, they're in a train together, and mm. they have to share a bed, so they're like... 
I guess we're sharing. And then they're having sex. Oh, so it's the main character's having sex. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Good for him. Yeah, well, he's been in a coma for like 14 years. Yeah. Well, that's also true. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And, and she was her, she was her, his nurse in the asylum. Oh, ain't yeah. it always the way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, apparently, no one ages in this time because she looks still looks like she's 20, even though yeah. it's been like 15 years. But yeah, whatever. Now, do you still see his face in the bottom of the screen and it no, gets beat no. up? Well, it's just like a full It doesn't sound like Wolfenstein at all. Yeah, it, it's weird. Yeah. I'm, I do like the down there. Some interesting touches where like modern culture is now Nazified. Oh, okay. So Weird. you have like, like the, the be- you see Beatles posters, <laughs> but they're all about like singing about the motherland of Germany and stuff. Oh, all right, this boy. is the 70s, Woo-hoo. you said, right? Yeah. So it's weird, mm-hmm. and like records are like Germanified versions of pop songs from the 70s. Bizarre. It's weird. It sounds fun though. It's 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 interesting. It's it's yeah. really cool. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm st- I'm only about four hours in. Right. I haven't gone to the moon yet. Apparently, you go to the moon. Oh, cool. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So it's not only wizards that came from the moon. No. It's also no. Nazis. Yeah. Good times. That was a destiny joke for Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to see that a lot of people are now getting into the game this mm-hmm. late. Uh, I know there's a lot of people talking on uh, Twitter and all those uh, outlets now that are just saying, hey, this game's awesome. Why didn't we play it earlier? So mm-hmm. it seems like it's having a second life. Cool. Well, a few good, months. Yeah. yeah. It's always nice when a game actually experiences a second win and yeah. people notice it before it's too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's interesting. It hasn't gone on sale yet. A lot of other games like uh, Titanfall are already going for like 30 bucks. So. Yeah, but it hasn't yet. No. Because they're making money. Yeah. So it seems like it's going okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It was like, it's, I actually played something. I know. Good for you. I played a lot of indie games too, but. Yeah. 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 We don't have time for all No, exactly. One game a day. <laughs> yes. Melanie? Well, thank you for listening. And next week, tune back in to see if Phil actually has added us to he his friends have. list. Jesus, guys, I'll do it. He's <laughs> not going to do it. Until then, you can check us out on all the social media. That's facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. Google Plus at google.com slash little plus sign cgmagonline. There's also cgmagonline.com where you can see Phil's Planet of the Apes review, mm-hmm. Phil's ranking of the Planet of the Apes, Wayne's review of The Wolf Among Us, Chapter 5, Cry Wolf. And like all the hardware in the world. And a <laughs> crap ton of hardware. Yeah. A crap ton. A ViewSonic projector, if you're interested in that. A bunch of monitors. A lot of headphones. and Like all the headphones in the world. A ton of headphones. Yeah. And of course, right now in the store, if you go to cgmagonline.com slash store, if you use the code E3 2014, you get 20% off everything. Oh my God, it's smelling so cheap. <laughs> so cheap. So cheap. Really? Including a full year subscription, just do it. Wow. And if you don't like paper mags because you feel sorry for the trees, there's also pocketmags.com where you can save money and save treats. You can get us there on all your handheld devices, tablets, phones, laptops. I assume no one actually uses their PC for something like that because that just yeah, is you can. pointless. Oh. But, yeah. Maybe you have Surface Pro or something like that you do. That's a tablet. Yeah. It's not a PC. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.